All of us have crumpled papers. Ideas that once defined the way we viewed the world. Beliefs we thought were infallible, only to realize they might not be as reliable or healthy as we once assumed. It can be a scary thing admitting your doubts, and an incredibly difficult and daunting task figuring out which ideas are worth holding on to and which to leave behind, especially when it comes to faith, religion, and church. This is where our conversation begins. So pull up a chair and join us as we share our experiences, ask our questions, and voice our doubts, one crumpled paper at a time. My name is Austin Knoll, and this is the Crumpled Papers Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Crumpled Papers Podcast. My name is Austin Knoll, and I am so excited that you are joining me here for our very first episode, episode one. Well, technically, this will be episode zero, kind of the pre-first episode episode. The intro, the prologue. This is the episode where I will be introducing you to myself, to the podcast, and to what you can look forward to in the future. So what is the Crumpled Papers podcast? I think you may have gotten a slight idea from the intro, but to delve a little further into that idea, I think it's important to start off with who I am. So who am I? Well, as I've already managed to mention twice, my name is Austin Knoll. I am 24 years old. I was born in Los Angeles, California, but now live in Austin, Texas. I am a filmmaker and a writer, but perhaps most relevant to this podcast, I am a church kid. When they were in their 20s, both of my parents moved to LA from different parts of the country to be actors. That's where they found each other, and that's where they found the church. As a matter of fact, the church is where they met. I was born into the church, and for the first 18 years of my life, I went to the same church I was born into, growing up with and around people who I had known and had known me since I was born. I lived and breathed church, as it was the foundation for pretty much every aspect of my life. My weekly schedule was based around two main things, school and church. I went to every Sunday service, midweek service, youth group, and every other special get-together and event. Church was where I thrived. It was where I was comfortable, where I knew who I was, and where I felt known by others. A life in the church was all I ever knew. It was all I could imagine. It was all I wanted. And it wasn't solely the culture and lifestyle that appealed to me. It was the ideas. For 18 years, I viewed all of my thoughts, ideas, and beliefs of God and church as completely inerrant. I believed that every idea I had accumulated from my church and those in it were both 100% true and 100% healthy. I believed that everything we as a church believed was the unarguable definitive truth, and every practice and perspective I was taught was foolproof in both concept and expression. After all, why would I think otherwise? From the time I learned how to walk, I was being given fundamental truths of the universe, dealing with everything from God, to Jesus, to the Bible, even to myself. And these fundamental truths, these ideas, beliefs, and practices were being given to me by people who I trusted. People like my parents, who I knew I could trust and who had my best interests in mind. And people like church leaders, who I knew were more knowledgeable than me in the ideas and topics being presented and whose positions of power and authority imposed the idea that they could be trusted as well. Not to mention the amount of certainty and assuredness these people had in the ideas themselves. If I couldn't trust the things being taught to me by these people, what could I trust? This is who God is, and this is how and why he does what he does. This is what the Bible says, 
And this is how the Bible works. This is what church is. This is what faith is. This is who you are. Growing up in the church, there was very little gray. When everything was so black and white, the boundary lines so clearly defined, there was practically no room for any middle ground. More often than not, finding yourself less than certain about any of the things presented to you in church was just a sign that you weren't as mature in your faith. To be certain was to be faithful. To be doubtless was to be steadfast. For 18 years, I never doubted the reliability of what I was being told to believe and how I was being told to live. But then, what felt to be very suddenly, I started seeing the cracks. I began to witness, oftentimes firsthand, the detrimental effects certain aspects of the church lifestyle, along with certain ideas I believed, was having on my faith and well-being, as well as the faith and well-being of those around me. I began to discern the many instances where God's power, love, and grace were being compromised for fear, shame, and a desire for control. I also realized that these experiences weren't new and had been going on my entire life. In many cases, years, even decades before I was even born. I just hadn't been aware of it. And just like that, with these few simple admissions, I found myself in a place I never would have imagined, unsure of what I believed. I had a head full of 18 years worth of ideas about God, church, faith, and myself that I now wasn't completely sure were true, healthy, or what I even believed. They were crumpled papers, parts of me that had for so long dictated what I perceived as the truth, but now resembled less of a stable foundation and more of a chaotic jumble of noise and confusion. For nearly the first two decades of my life, I always had a collection of ideas that I believed to be true with absolute certainty and therefore could fall back on in moments of questioning. Yet a question I never had to ask myself was what would I have to fall back on when those exact foundational truths were the very ideas in question? It felt like my entire world had been flipped upside down, along with every perception I had of it. There were still beliefs I felt were true, ideas I felt were right. But until I dissected them completely and untangled them from the parts I now understood were wrong, I simply wouldn't trust them enough to rely on them in any meaningful way. One could say, after 18 years of suppressed doubts and uncertainties, I was having to play catch-up. It was a daunting task, looking at my giant jumble of crumpled papers, knowing that if I wanted to achieve a deeper, realer, more authentic, and powerful faith, I would have to go through and uncrumple them one at a time, and decide for myself which ideas were worth holding on to, and which ones I needed to let go of. However, there was one last realization that I made through all of this, perhaps the most important one of all which was simultaneously an unfortunate reality check as well as a motivating sign of hope. I realized that I wasn't alone. For just as up to that point, I had been unaware of the negative effects of my own church experience, I had also been unaware of just how many other people were going through the exact same thing I was and had been for years, decades. The sad truth is, my story is just one of many, many others. The negative repercussions of a Christian church experience are not rare and are not new. And conversations surrounding these issues are perhaps more prevalent now than ever. With terms like church hurt, gaslighting, deconstruction, 
and spiritual abuse becoming commonplace in both spiritual and secular communities. The effects of these circumstances can be clearly seen from the overwhelming numbers of people, especially young people, leaving the church to the general negative perceptions and connotations associated with modern Christianity. I don't believe it's because people don't want God. I don't believe it's because people don't want spiritual community. And I definitely don't believe it's because people don't have faith. I believe it's because they are simply done accepting the way these things have been defined by the church, as well as the often harmful, inaccurate, and unhealthy ways these things have been implemented into their own lives. Clearly, there are things that need to change. This is what formed the basis for a book which I wrote, titled A Jumble of Crumpled Papers, in which I share my own story of growing up in the church and the process of going from believing undoubtingly to suddenly being unsure of everything I believed, to diving into all of my crumpled papers, dissecting the good from the bad, the healthy from the unhealthy, the true from the false, and figuring out what I actually believed once and for all. And that is what this podcast is all about. The first 23 episodes of the Crumpled Papers podcast, 24 if you include this episode zero, will directly accompany the 23 chapters in the book. In each episode, we will dive deeper into the chapter's topics and themes and expand the conversation with guests to share their own knowledge and experiences. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about. From everything from Christian culture to church camps to the ways Christians can view the world outside the church. We'll talk about the good and bad of growing up in the youth ministry and the debilitating effects of making decisions out of fear rather than faith. We'll cover guys' and girls' relationships, especially in younger ministries. And all of these topics will lead us down the road to spiritual abuse, where we'll discuss the ways in which shame is being utilized in many modern churches. Then we'll talk about leaving the church and the side effects that can come with leaving a community you have been a part of for the majority of your life, including cynicism, loneliness, and even grief. We'll talk about doubt and uncertainty and how they can be used as tools to achieve a deeper, more authentic faith. And we'll round it out by talking about the beliefs, aspirations, and practices that can foster a healthy, thriving church community, as well as ways for us as individuals to achieve and maintain a deeper, more authentic faith that can successfully discern and navigate the healthy versus the harmful ideas about God, church, Jesus, religion, faith, and ourselves. And believe me when I say, this is just the beginning. I couldn't be more excited to dive in and start having conversations with some amazing people. And I hope you're just as excited to join me on the ride as we share our experiences, ask our questions, and voice our doubts, one crumpled paper at a time. That being said, if you haven't read the book yet, I highly recommend picking up a copy so you can follow along. The best way to approach this podcast is by having the chapter read before listening to the corresponding podcast episode. The link to buy the book is in the description below. And that'll do it for episode zero. Thank you all so much for listening and keep an eye out for the official episode one coming out in January. I'll see you guys then. Peace out. Thanks for hanging with us on this episode of the Crumpled Papers podcast. The episode may be over, but the conversation's just getting started. If you have any questions or comments or just want to say hi, send us an email at crumpledpaperspodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And make sure to follow us on social media to stay up to date with all things crumpled papers. All links are in the description. 
This is Austin, and I'll see you next time on the Crumpled Papers Podcast.